Greetings in the name of Jesus Christ. Welcome to our podcast. This is Pastor Madiba. If you happen to be in our area, you are most welcome to visit us. You'll surely feel at home. We appreciate your prayers for our ministry. We hope today's sermon will be edifying to you, your family, and your friends. Welcome.
Amen. I greet all of you in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. I greet all of you in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. Are you happy to be back in the house of the Lord? Amen. How many are happy this morning? Amen. How many say the devil is a liar? Amen. I just turn around and say to your neighbor, you, welcome, welcome. Just one more time and say, neighbor, when I say amen, I'm not irritating you. How many believe we're going to have a good time? How many came with great expectations? Brother Matunzi and Sister Matunzi from Naspoti. God bless you. Um, I think I've got my book on the table there. I forgot. No, not that one. Senior Guga, my daughter. No, on the table in my office. It's written. Amen. Let's take a seat so that I adjust you. While he's bringing it. Last week, the other week, Sun uh, Thursday. Amen. Last week on Thursday, the other week, not this Thursday, the other week. Brother Mzu said at work they called him and let him know that uh, his contract at work won't be renewed at the end of this month. Now, prior to that, he had not been working for a year. So when a man, a family man had not been working for a year, he's got a job, he works, and after they say the contract won't be renewed. Now, then he came to church and he said, as the way it went forth last Sunday when we spoke about a pronounced blessing, he said he felt in his heart that God is going to sort out everything. So this week he got, uh, he was called somewhere else he was offered a job without an interview. Without, without an interview. So he says he received his offer on Friday in writing. Now, Brother Washington uh, and his dear wife have a baby. And then after the baby was delivered during the week, uh, because I, I don't know, it was quite a, a, an exhaustive process, they had to put the a baby on the oxygen. But he sent the message to 
the brothers have got a brother's prayer prayer room somewhere and he sent it there then we had a prayer the mother and the baby are back at home healthy Amen. Amen. How many believe our God still works? Amen. Amen. So, Sister Mpumi says she would be starting her final exams. Uh, she needs you to remember her in prayer. Amen. Uh, we pronounce you having passed. Amen. Amen. How many believe our God is a doer? So I've got Sister Stella Nyamundanda. Sister Stella Nyamundanda, if she can stand, she's from Zim at Pastor Hamus. She'll be. Amen. So she's part of us here now in Whitbank. All right. Amen. Then Pastor Maher and Sister Maher are here. If uh, he can stand up and Sister Mahere stand up. And the little daughter. So I dedicated the daughter. Amen. Yeah, I did. You can clap your hands. <laughs> I think because I dedicated the daughter, when Bonolo wants to be baptized, you will baptize her. You return the favor. How many love, brother, uh, Tina Shimahere? So, it's an honor to have him. He's a friend. He's a younger brother. He, he's a fellow colleague in the ministry. We appreciate his ministry. The, his ministry is loved the world over. Amen. So where I go, they ask me about him. Where, I go, where he goes, they ask him about me. So that means they know that we, we are together. The only disagreements that we have, he and I, is that I'm not a singer. <laughs> I think I'm a singer. He thinks I'm not a singer. But uh, one night, it was early in the morning. 20 past 7 in the morning. It means he did not sleep. Ne? 20 past 7 in the morning. Morning Mfundis, please do me a favor. Send me a clip of the tune, the song, the power of the Holy Ghost. I have somebody butchering it here, so I want to teach him the correct one. So he can't send me this message unless he believes that I will not butcher it. Isn't so? I get to when you build, somebody doesn't build correctly, you call the real builder. Now me, I'm very humbled. 
Amen. Amen. So we appreciate the Lord to have such men on the journey. The journey sometimes becomes challenging and difficult, but when you've got such men and it's just a family, you have light moments. It's such a, a blessing. He's going to be a blessing. How many allow him to take his time? Amen. He must not look at the clock. He must just execute. Amen. Uh, that clock there was for the song leader. It's not for the preacher. Disregard it. As we stand to our feet, uh, do you mind, Sister Panyan, if we sing this one, The Power of the Holy Ghost? It's Mufundis' favorite. Amen. Let's stand to our feet. He must not say, why am I not leading it? Is <laughs> eh? the power of the Holy Ghost. Yes. Is the worship minister the power of the Holy Ghost. Yes. The
precious Heavenly Father, it's the power of the Holy Ghost that is victory over sin, a life that is divine, the life of Christ in the believer. Dear God, we are so glad that we can be gathered in such a manner. Father, not to see one another, but dear God, to have an encounter with you. We have no doubt that the same God that can give jobs without an interview is here this morning. That same God can give surgery without a theater. He is able to give qualification without intelligence. He is a God that bypasses procedure. He is the God of the impossible. Dear God, we are trusting the same one this morning to come in our midst, Lord, and to have his way. Restore backsliders. Strengthen the weak, Lord. Make yourself known for you are the same yesterday, today and forevermore. Dear God, we pray that at the end of this service, Lord, Father, we be so closer to you. Bring us into a revival. The bride's revival. The word revival. The third pool revival. Father, where we can speak in authority. Place us positionally where we ought to be. Is our prayer, Father. We thank you for the pastor, Pastor Madiba and his wife. And his family. We thank you so much, oh God, for them. Thank you for the office bearers. The ministers, the helps and the governments. Every individual, Lord, that is making sure that the work of the Lord is moving progressively here in Vidbank. We are so grateful for them. I pray that you bless the hearer of the word this morning. Those that are present right now and those that shall follow later through the fourth dimension. We believe you are God that is not limited. We commit this service into your hands. Take the preacher, hide him in the shadow of the cross. Make him narrow in the wisdom of men. Let Christ and him alone be the one that is amplified. We commit all things unto thee. In the name of Jesus Christ. Amen and amen. amen. Praise the Lord. Amen. You may be seated. Amen. This morning. Uh, we are happy to be here. Uh, and uh, we want to greet you all in the name of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen. Amen. Uh, I can see we are now so squashed. You know, the other times this used to be our sitting space. Maybe all these brothers are going to be preachers one day. I don't know. <laughs> because they have taken our spot. But uh, it's good to see everyone. And to be back here after a bit of some time. So I was telling pastor that, uh, uh, you know, it's going to be difficult to preach the messages that I was supposed to be preaching all these years in only seven hours. Uh, I hope that would be enough time for me to cover ground. Um, Pastor Madiba is always a blessing Amen. Pastor I now have a tendency Of timing myself <clears throat> So 
I don't want to preach more than one hour, 20 minutes. So I'm timing myself here so that the, the alarm will go off. Uh, but usually so far everywhere I'm timing myself. The alarm rings when I'm now sitting where you are sitting there. Um, by the grace of God. It's just self-control that I'm giving. I've realized that uh, uh, if the rapture is to go, we have preached enough for you to go in the rapture. Amen. And uh, you see, we, we, our mileage is moving. Uh, I was asking someone, uh, uh, I said, you know, there's no discounts today. I once went into a shop and there was a great discount. And they said, we're only giving pensioners uh, a discount. So I said, I'm a pensioner. They said, no, you don't look like a pensioner. So I said, how old do I look like? They said, around 55 or so. <laughs> then I realized I need to slow down on preaching. <laughs> 55? That's not a compliment. But uh, it was also a compliment anyway that I look matured by the grace of God. <laughs> so... Yeah, we save ourselves if we can. But we're not limited by time. It's just trying to discipline ourselves. It's good to see Brother Mtons, you know. Uh, you know, we, we have seen each other a couple of times there in Nelspreet, and we thank God so much. Uh, indeed, I, I asked for the vision of the power of the Holy Ghost by Emma Lachin. <laughs> By Emalashen, amen. <laughs> so my friend took the credit. <laughs> he, we, we believe he sings in the seventh seal. He's <laughs> got the power of silence. <laughs> but I believe there's something in him about music. Because this church sings very well. Amen. Let's put our hands together for You are quite a model church. Uh, Pastor Madiba is loved in Benoni. If you are tired of him, bring him over. I'm telling you, he is loved. Uh, you know, uh, there's, he's preached many sermons, but I think that the, the Christmas meetings, they are outstanding. As, as the messages were very prophetic of the events that then took after, even in the message circles, and, you know, even in the world after that. And, you know, the people in Benoni always remain in that and, and say, Pastor, we don't know where you got Pastor Matiba from. I said, if you don't believe me, you must believe that I'm a man of God by the man that God has made me to associate with. Uh, your friends tell who you are. Amen. That's true. Yes. So, and we are so grateful. Pastor Madiba has been a real big brother to me. You know, whenever I've got issues of concern in ministry, being a young man, I've always called him. And we talk for hours. How do you approach this? How do you deal with this? And, and by the grace of God, we have grown stronger and stronger. And we're so glad that we uh, could make it. And I am glad that I didn't bring anybody from Benoni because they would have no place to sit here. 
and they were, you know, people were very suspicious. People are very suspicious. I didn't share the flyer because I knew they would want to come. So, and so, Shalom, Pastor. So, are we seeing you on, on Sunday? I'm like, by the grace of God, maybe you'll see me in the fourth dimension or something. But I could see they're trying to find where exactly are you going to be on Sunday? So, but we are so happy. I thought it would be a good thing for us to come here. My wife loves Vitbank because all the time we had those meetings, you know, at the hotel, it's, it's like a holiday for us. Pastor Madiba pays for us everything. And he says, you can come early if you want to. So my wife says, let's go early. <laughs> let's go early and have a good time. Amen. No, but we're so glad to be here, to be back and see every one of you. Let us stand upon our feet. Amen. Um, I've got so many friends here. That's why I avoided mentioning names. If I miss one, I will not be pardoned. Amen. Let's open our Bibles to the book of Genesis. Um, Genesis chapter 1. That was wonderful, wonderful singing and uh, song items. Pastor Madiba sent me that a clip where he was making declarations. And I said, ah, I don't know if there's a good thing that you sent me this clip. Because the anointing in the service, it was just so much. And I said to come and preach after such a sermon, that's a very difficult thing. So I'm not going to try and compete with that clip. I'm just going to say something. I want to have a heart-to-heart talk with you. Uh, this, this morning, amen. Uh, verses 26 of Genesis 1, it says, And God said, let us make man in our image, after our likeness, and let them have dominion over the fish of the sea, and over the fowl of the air, and over the cattle, and over all the earth, and over every creeping thing that creepeth, Upon the earth. Amen. Amen. Let's open Genesis uh, 2, verses uh, 4. Let's start from verses 4. Amen. Let's start from verses 4. It says... These are the generations of the heavens and of the, of the earth when they were created in the day that the Lord God made the earth and the heavens. And every plant of the field before it was in the earth. And every herb of the field before it grew. And the Lord God had not caused it to rain upon the earth and there was no man to till the ground. But they went up amidst from the earth and watered the whole face of the ground. And the Lord formed man of the dust of the ground and breathed into his nostrils the breath of life, and man became a living soul. And on verses 18 it says, And the Lord God said it is not good for a man uh, uh, that a man should be alone. 
I will make him a help meet for him. And out of the ground the Lord God formed every beast of the field and every fowl of the air. And God uh, and brought them unto Adam to see what he would call them. And whatsoever Adam called every creature, that was the name thereof. And Adam gave names to all the cattle and to all the fowl of the air and to every beast of the field. But for Adam, there was not found a help meet for him. That's where the, where the help meet comes from. God caused a deep sleep to fall upon Adam and he slept and he took uh, one of his ribs and closed up the flesh instead thereof. And the rib which the Lord God had taken from men made he a woman and brought them unto and brought her unto uh, the man. And Adam said, this is now born of my bones, flesh of my flesh, and she shall be called woman because she was taken out of men. Therefore shall a man leave his father and his mother and shall cleave unto his wife and they shall be one flesh. And they were both naked, the man and his wife, and were not ashamed. Father, we thank you for what we've read. We believe it to be the scripture, to be anointed this morning. May you anoint it, Father, that it may be a blessing to us. We commit the rest of the service in your hands. In Jesus' mighty name, amen and amen. 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 You may be seated. Amen. Praise the Lord. Amen. Now, I want to speak on a little subject, Adam, Adam. I want to speak on a little subject, Adam, Adam. Now, uh, when I'm saying Adam, Adam, I'm not just repeating the name Adam. I'm going to qualify that by the grace of God, <clears throat> the Lord willing, in this uh, little sermon that I want to speak to you about. <clears throat> Genesis 1.26 is the scripture of supernatural creation. Right. Now, the things in Genesis chapter 1 are things that are still at the realm of the spoken word creation. Now, these things had been spoken and some of them were not yet visible. But God had already declared them that they were good. Is that right? And then when you move on to Genesis chapter 2, these things, they are now materialized into a realm that you and me can now comprehend. Is that right? So between Genesis 1 and Genesis chapter 2, uh, these two chapters are not contradictory. No, no, no. They are working together. Amen. But though there is a time element, but according to God, the declaration of these things already being done, has already been spoken. Now, in Genesis 1 and 26, at the end of creation, God says, let us make men in our own image. Is that right? Now, that's, that's a very uh, a profound statement for God to make. To say, let us make men. 
Now, us is, is plural. That's right. Correct. Uh, that word troubles my tongue. The R and the L are always trying to compete for the same position. Plural. Now, he says, let us make men in our own image. In other words, God was speaking to somebody at that time. And we want to find out who God was speaking to when he said, let us make men in our own image. And then God says, when he says, let us make men is singular. So God says, let us. That is plural. plural. And then men is singular. And he says, after our, which is plural again. And let them. Now this man, which is singular, God then goes on to say, let them. Have dominion. So this man, which is singular, is also plural at the same time. Can you say amen? Now he says, let them have dominion. Now you see, the scripture goes on in verses 27. It says, so God created man in his own image. In the image of God created he, him. Male and female created he them. Is that right? right. Now this scripture becomes now the answer to the question that we had. To say when God is saying let us make men in our own image. After our own likeness. So if you didn't have an understanding of what God is. Yeah. how God looks like yeah. and who he was talking to yeah. your answer is on what he's going to create Hallelujah. because he says what I am creating is an expression of exactly what I am yeah. Hallelujah yeah. so the scripture says male and female yeah. created he them yeah. Hallelujah yeah. now these ones that he created male and female is exactly what God is the image of God is what? Male and female. Amen. He is male and female. So here he is standing male and female. But that male and female, he called that male and female Adam. That's right. Is that right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Let's qualify that. Genesis 5. He says, This is the book of the generations of Adam in the day that God created men. Verses 1. Yeah. In the likeness of God made he him. Male and female created he them. And blessed them and called their name. Okay. So let's go back to my title. Adam. Adam. So Adam is not the name of the brother. Adam is the name of the male. Adam is also the name of the. Okay, good. There was no if there. If comes after the fall. And by the grace of God. We are not going to get to Eve. 
the grace of God, we are talking about Adam and Adam. Okay. So, this male and this female are Adam. This male and this female is exactly what God is. So, God said, let us make men in our own image. So, uh, it sounds like God is asking for help in the process of making this man to somebody that is outside of God. Is that right? It's, uh, if I say, let us, if you read it black and white as a student, uh, you know, that has gone to school, you think there is somebody who is next to God, that God is saying, let us make men. So maybe that person is going to make a contribution uh, outside of God in terms of this creation, but that's not what's happening. Because the next scripture tells you that so God created men. Uh, what happened to the, that other person that God was consulting with? To say, let us. It's like he consulted and he did it. The contribution of the other person is sort of not mentioned. The reason the contribution is not mentioned because God and that person is one. So God was consulting himself as male and female. So he's consulting his feminine part. Let us make men in our own image. And the feminine part says, Amen. Amen. Let us make men in our own image. But the, the, the feminine part and the male part, both is God. Just like the feminine part and the male part, both is Adam. Male and female created them. And he called their name Adam. And this male and female spirit, God then puts it in a body of flesh. Is that right? God puts them in a body of flesh. And then they are now seeing the world, uh, the trees start bringing forth. Uh, you heard what the scripture said here. It says, and every plant, verses 5 of 2, of the field before it was in the earth, and every herb of the field before it grew. But here in Genesis 1, God had said, and and God said, let every seed bring forth after its kind and every herb, and behold, it was good. But in Genesis 2, you hear that uh, even though it was good in Genesis 1, it is before every herb of the field. In other words, it had not grown out yet. It had been spoken, it was there in the ground, but it had not germinated. It was waiting for the men of Genesis 1.26. To be in the body of Genesis 2 7. That's right. Correct. Is that right? Yes. So there are certain things that cannot come to manifestation mm. until there is a man in the image of God. That's right. Is that right? There are certain promises that cannot come into manifestation 
until there is a man that is in the image of God. The man of Genesis 1.26 must be in the body of Genesis 2.7 so that we can start seeing certain seeds. Amen. Amen. There are certain promises that God has already given you. Every sermon that has been preached here is not a lie. It's the truth. When the pastor said you are healed, it's the truth. That is Genesis chapter 1. Are you hearing me? And you came back the next Sunday and you felt you are still sick. But the sermon in Genesis chapter 1 said you are healed. And the pastor said, behold, it is very good. The presence of the Lord is here. All things are over. Go rejoicing. And you went home and you still felt sick. Why? Because you have to come to Genesis 2-7. Where the men of Genesis 1-26 is made manifest in your flesh. So that the seed that is already spoken over your life can come to manifestation. So what I'm saying is the job is already there. The house is already there. The healing is already there. The marriage is already there. Hallelujah, whatever you need is already there. Amen. It's manifestation time. Hallelujah. It's manifestation time. So now, Brother Branham says, in the first quotation, he says, in Abraham and his seed after him, he says, it should have been Adam screaming, Father, Father, where are thou? Instead, it, it was God saying, Adam, Adam, where are thou? If you read in the Bible, you will not see Brother Branham's repeats this over and over again. But if you read in the Bible, you'll not see where God said, Adam, Adam. God, you see, God just says, Adam, where art thou? But Brother Branham says, it was Adam, Adam. There was no if. God was not looking for one person. Brother Branham says, women, sisters are byproducts. Is that right? Yes. Sisters are byproducts. byproducts, but sisters are byproducts only in the flesh. Yeah. Can you say amen? amen? Sisters are byproducts only in the flesh, amen. not in the spirit. Amen. A sister is not a byproduct in the spirit, she is the same as a brother. When we say the whole of creation and nature is groaning and waiting for the manifestation of sons, we don't mean brothers. We mean brothers and sisters. Are you hearing me? You also are a part of the equation. Because male and female created he them. And he called their name Adam. So when I say Adam, I'm talking to the brothers. And when I say Adam, I'm talking also to the sisters. Because you were created at the same time. Adam and his wife were at the same age. Can you say amen? amen? That's why we don't have a problem, pastor. If a young brother says he wants to marry an older sister. Because where you are coming from, you are the same age. 
Can you say amen? amen? Where you are coming from, you are the same age. And the flesh that God took to make the woman was the same flesh that had aged the same age of the men. Did you see that? So Adam and the wife are the same age. But here was the challenge of the man in the garden. The man could see the chimpanzee, but he could not fellowship with the chimpanzee. He could see the lion, but he could not fellowship with the lion. So fellowship is not talking to somebody and them talking back to you. That's not fellowship. I want to tell you something. Do you know you can talk to somebody and they're talking back to you and you're just in an argument? That's not fellowship. Fellowship is not a lecture. Neither is fellowship a sermon. Uh, like I can preach and it can go over your head. Or I can preach and you can say I disagree with that. You know, maybe when I started off, you know, when I was being humorous, I, that switched you off and you say, you know, this pastor jokes too much. Brother Branham says you should not joke behind the pulpit. <laughs> Let me help you. Don't worry. I don't want you to miss what I came here for. <laughs> Because of the little joke that I mentioned. God, Brother Bram says, God is a God of humor. So, I want to bring you into fellowship with me. So, fellowship is not just talking. And this one is talking, and this one is talking. That's not fellowship. Fellowship is a synchronization of spirits. You have to be in sync for you to be able to fellowship. In other words, you have to be of my kind. Brother Branham says, fellowship is about kindred spirits. My spirit and your spirit has got to be the same for us to have fellowship. Can you say amen? Our spirits have to be on the same place. Our rhythm has to be on the same beat. Our step has got to be on the same step for us to say we are fellowshipping together. That's why the scripture says, how can two walk together unless they be yoked? The yoking is a spiritual yoking. What fellowship has light with darkness? Are you seeing that? So fellowship is about your spirit. That's why you can walk into a working place without talking to somebody. Good morning. Good morning. Another person says good morning and then in your spirit you know this one we're going to have a problem in this company. Nothing has been said. It's the ordinary good morning. But your spirit can pick it up that hey hey this one this one is going to be a problem in this company. Do you know most of our problem it is a conflict of spirits. Our challenges most of the times is our spirits. I feel when you greet me and you say God bless you. When I look at your face your face is not saying God bless you. Are you hearing me? Our spirits are now in antagonism. There is now a fight. There is something that is disagreeing at spiritual level. Brother Brown says fellowship is two fellows in one ship. 
You've got one pedal here. This one has got one pedal here. This one cannot be doing this and this one doing this. That boat is going to go in circles. Are you hearing what I'm saying? So Adam would look at Mr. Chimpanzee. He would try to have fellowship, but there was no fellowship. Look at this one. He tries to have fellowship. He could not have fellowship because they were not of the same kind. And then God said, don't worry, Adam. I'll cause a deep sleep to go over you. The first Adam goes into a deep sleep. And God takes out a rib. Now, God had to do this while Adam is sleeping. He was not awake to give the specifications of what he wants. That's right. Can you say amen? Brothers, you must allow yourselves to be asleep so that God can do the operation. Is that right? God took the rib. Adam was not there. And God went into a secluded place and he formed this woman. And then Adam got up. He felt like maybe I slept too long. And he tried to look for fellowship. He could not get it anywhere else. And the scripture says, and God took the woman that he had formed and presented the woman to Adam. The woman that came out of Adam was presented back to Adam. It was not Adam who wanted for that woman. It was presented back by God. Are you seeing the format of marriage? Yeah. God takes out the woman from you. Mm. Don't hunt yourself. Mm. (laughs) Let God represent this woman to you. And by discernment of spirits. Remember there was Mr. Serpent and Mrs. Serpent. And these ones looked exactly like human beings. I am sure Adam tried to interact with them, but you could see they could not be fellowship. That's why I was saying, fellowship is not about talking. The serpent could have a conversation, but the spirit of the serpent and the spirit of Adam were not synchronized. But when Adam saw this sister, that's right, and he started talking about Malachi 4. <laughs> and the sister said, Hallelujah, you also believe the prophet. Are you hearing what I'm saying? Amen. And Adam says, choosing of a bride. Amen. And the sister said, Hallelujah. Amen. I believe it 100%. Amen. And then and, and then Adam said, you know, a woman is not supposed to be too artificial. Come on now. Hallelujah. Come on now. Adam had no conversation he could avoid with Eve. Mm. That's right. right. I'm saying something without saying it. If you find yourself in a situation where the woman and the man, there are certain conversations which you know that if you try to start that conversation in the house, it can't go. There's nyaga nyaga there. There's Adam and Steve. Because Adam was able to say what he believes without offending Eve. He could could quote anywhere what the prophet had preached 
without confusing if. Can you say amen? That's why when you marry, you marry kindred spirits. The problem that we have as pastors in our office most of the times is people that did not marry kindred spirits. Where now you thought you had so much power of the seventh seal to go and convert a Jebusite there and then you bring them here and then now that Jebusite becomes our issue now. It becomes the pastor's issue. Are you hearing me? Even threatening me, the pastor, that I'm going to divorce him. I'm going to divorce him. These days I say, Pastor, on weddings, you see the way we are gathered here. If you two have thought of divorcing, invite us, the, all of us. Buy cakes, put on your gown. Plan the divorce the same way you planned the wedding. Yeah. You can't get, we can't have the hecticness of planning a wedding and then we have a simplicity of, I've just divorced it and I've, and <laughs> invite us by the cakes. We have decor. We have a planning committee for that divorce. Let everyone be there. Hallelujah. And I'll come and I'll preach on that wedding or on that divorce. That's the only divorce that we will accept. Anything else don't involve us. Hallelujah. Kindred spirits. Adam is not looking for a chimpanzee. Adam is not looking for Mrs. Serpent. Adam is looking for Adam. Adam is looking for Adam. Adam, Adam. Where are you in the garden? Adam, Adam. Where are you in the garden? And he met this woman who was a download of Adam himself. Because when Adam was sleeping, God was downloading everything that was feminine about the man. Do you know that I was a beautiful man? Do you know that I had long hair? Do you know that I had a smooth skin? A pointed nose? But when I slept, I woke up, there was grass on my face. The button eyes were gone. The sweetness and the softness was gone. And Adam started looking for that in the garden. And then he saw that split image of himself. Every soft part of Adam was in that woman. When he looked at the eyes, he said, those eyes are my eyes. He looked at the step. He said, that step is my step. He looked at the tone of the voice. He said, that voice is my voice. Hallelujah. A woman is a reflection of the husband. Sister Mahere is Mr. Mahere in feminine form. Sister Madiba is Pastor Madiba in feminine form. Can you say amen? Says bone of my bone. Flesh of my flesh. Hallelujah. Spirit of my spirit. Kindred of my kindred. Message of my message. Many of you when you read Malachi 4 you see Brother Branham. But when I read Malachi 4, I see myself. 
Malachi 4 is not only about Brother Branham. Because before it says Elijah, it starts by you. It says, Behold, I send. There is you before Elijah. Can't start seeing Elijah. You, you don't see yourself there. So that, that Malachi 4 is about kindred spirits. <laughs> you can't have Elijah without you. And if you are not the you, you can't see Elijah. It's a specifically addressed letter to a specific people. So when, when Adam is laying there, he's got, to, he's got to lay sober enough and allow God to do the process. If you wake up too early, you wake up with a soprano voice. That's the problem we have now. Sodom and Gomorrah. Can I preach to you? Yes. This is my big brother's church. I want to preach this morning. Amen. Behind me. Oh, wonderful. Yeah. You wake up too early, soprano voice. You wake up too early, Adam. That's a kind of Adam with the hands that are like this. You wake up too early when we shake you in the greeting line. God bless you, brother. God bless you. Soft hands. Hey, hey, hey. What we need this day is real men that allow the download process. That's why God says it is not good for a man to be alone. He's still got a feminine nature. If you disagree with what I'm saying, Mary. I said if you are not married, you have got a feminine nature. If you disapprove, Mary, so that you show us. Show us by Mary. Say, Pastor, me, I don't have a feminine nature. But I'm saying if you don't want to, there is a feminine nature. Can you say amen? Amen. Adam was not wearing a pink suit because he allowed the download process to take place. Adam was not wearing yellow shoes. He allowed the download process to take place. Where are we getting these things? Can you say amen? Where has this spirit come from in the message? Of brothers that wear yellow shoes and pink suits and velvet shoes. (laughs) Certain things should cause goosebumps when you're putting it in. (laughs) Hallelujah! Can you say amen? Let a man be a real man. Let a sister be a real sister. Can you say amen? Glory to God. She was not in conflict. She was in compliment. He says she is, I've created a help meet. Okay, let me, let me break that down. To be a help meet is to meet the help. It will be a help that, that comes to meet the need that is there in the house. You are meeting the need. Okay, so let me give you an example. So, Pastor Madiba, if I want to buy something for 10,000 rand, 
And I said, can you help me? You ask me, how much do you have? If I say I've got 7,000, you say, okay, fine, I'll help you with the 3,000. If you say, how much do you have? I say, I've got 3,000. You are not needing help now. <laughs> if the shortfall is bigger, then uh, it's like, now it's his problem, you see? So, so what I'm saying, brother, let the sister be your helpmate. You can't be requesting 70% of the things to be done. Sister is paying rent, sister is buying clothes, sister is teaching the children, is doing all those things. I'm not looking at your faces. I'm glad I've not seen you for a long time. I don't know what's happening. You, brother, Adam is the manager of the garden. He knows where this is. He knows where that is. He knows where this is. He is not looking for a washing machine. Are you hearing me? Neither is is he looking for a dishwasher or something. He's got certain needs that he has got that he wants the the, the help me to come. Okay, meet me here. If you you go and deal with the chickens there, I'm going to deal with the lions and the buffaloes and and the the elephants. I'm going to be busy with that. You go downstream and after you're done, relax under a tree. That's where I want the, 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 the need to be met. And our needs as Adams differ. So you can't want to run your home the same way that a run run man. Maybe I need help in the kitchen. So when Sister Mary comes, help meet me in the kitchen, you know, cook food for me and stuff. Maybe your Adam is very comfortable in the kitchen. Let him cook. You meet him where uh, he needs you. You see? So if you go to another house, you see the Adam removing diapers and say, don't say, Bam, she's still a Lord. <laughs> they gave him the tail of a lizard. No. That Adam understands. <laughs> he doesn't need help there. You see. But uh, the woman also, unless you think we are just talking about Adam only, you know, on the male side. But the woman also, since you are the one who is coming to meet the needs, don't say, I want to help there, I want to help there, there, I don't want to help. Uh, <coughs> it's the manager who tells what needs help. Amen. Amen. Ah, today I'm not cooking. Wash your own clothes. Oh. You see, brother's shirt has got four pleats. You've said, iron it alone. That was summary. It's not part of our message. Amen. Amen. But Eve, when, when, when the woman came in, into the garden, she came to meet the need of the man. That's right. She was a compliment to the man. She was not in conflict. She was a continuation of the ministry of Adam. She was the bride tree. Because Adam was a tree. There were three trees in the garden. 
I know you know the quotation that says there was two trees, which is the next quotation. But the Branham says in the Ephesian church, now that we have come this far, let me try to crystallize your thinking on this subject so that you can see the necessity of our going into the serpent seed doctrine. As I have. We start with the fact that there were two trees in the midst of the garden. So, you know, when you, when, you, when you hear Brother Branham talks about crystallizing the necessity of us going into the serpent seed doctrine, it means something that is coming to say is very key and important to unlocking your misunderstanding of the serpent seed doctrine. So the issue of two trees is key in understanding that. He says, in the midst of the garden, the tree of life was Jesus. So a tree is a, is a person. Is that right? And the other tree is definitely certain because he came uh, forth of the fruit of that tree. He says, now then, we know that both of those trees had a relationship to men. That they would never have been placed there. They must have had a part in the sovereign plan and purpose of God in their relationship to mankind and to himself or we could never impute omniscience unto God. So, Brother Branham is saying that the tree of life and the tree of knowledge of good and evil had a certain influence and an impact in the life of men. Is that right? And men were supposed to be influenced by the tree of life which is Jesus. But the tree of knowledge of the good and evil is the one that influenced the serpent to bring in the fall. And Brother Branham says, all that was in the purpose and the sovereign plan of God. Is that right? So if, 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 uh, if this tree was a man, the tree of life, and the tree of knowledge of good also was a man, then Adam as a man must have been a tree also. Right? Is that right? And Brother Branham says in one place, he says, I can see Adam. I think maybe I've got that quotation or not. Says, I can see Adam in the garden, the man of Genesis 2, 7. He says, standing there like a tree. His, his legs like the stem that buttresses like a tree. That is Adam. Is that right? So it's, it's like a tree, that flesh that God created. That flesh had everything to do with this earth. That flesh was not the man of Genesis 2-7. The flesh was not created in the image of God. The flesh was created in the image of the animal kingdom. That's why he says it's like a tree. Psalms 1 says man is like a tree yes. that is planted by the rivers of water. In Isaiah it says, and all the trees of the field shall clap their hands. What are the hands of the trees? The branches. So these hands are like branches and this is the stem and your feet are like the roots that are buttressing into the ground. So Adam was like a chimpanzee. He was also like a mango tree. right. He, he, he fitted in the environment that God had already created and spoken about. That's right. But they had to be, Brother Branham says, the Bible opens with the seven seals. Yeah. 
So the seventh seal is the one that opens the Bible. That's right. Let's read here what Brother Branham says in souls that are in prison right now. He says, but remember all this time Noah was in the ark, the bride is sealed in Christ. The last members has to be redeemed. The sixth seal has produced itself. The seventh seal brings him back to Okay, so it brings him, Christ, back to earth. Christ is God. Is that right? Christ is God. Christ is the word. Christ is the logos. Christ is the theophany. Amen? So before Christ was Elohim, I know Pastor Matiba preaches these things. Before Christ was Elohim, El Ella Elohim, the one that filled all time, matter, and eternity. He was not God. That's right. But Abraham says, before God was God. Yeah. Let us take a little trip. Yes. A hundred million years before time began. Yeah. Now standing on the banister of time. Right. I can see God before he was God. Yeah. While he was still El, Ella, Elohim. Amen. When he filled all time, matter, and space. Yeah. In his imaginary makeup. Yeah. He began to think and say. Let there be okay, but we are saying that after that he bodilized himself. That's right. He created himself a body, and he said, and that body was the first light ever to be created. He says it was like a sun dancing on the door of the Father, and Bible readers call it the Logos, and that Logos is Christ. And you say amen. amen. And that logos, he says, that is the body of God. Yeah. That is the theophany body of God. Right. And that is the word of God. That is what John calls in John 1 1. In the beginning was the word. The word was with God. Amen. And the word was God. Amen. Are you seeing that? Right. That is Christ, not Jesus. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Correct. That is that's Christ, not Jesus. Uh, remember, we say we we talk describing Adam. We are saying Adam has got the flesh part, and the flesh part is not in the image of God. So Jesus, the body, is not in the image of God. That body that was formed in the womb of Mary was not in the image of God. It was in the image of you and me. Somebody could go to Jesus and say, you look like your mother. Yeah. Oh, but you look like this other Roman general. You, you look exactly. That's why there were many stories about the Jesus in the flesh. But there was never a story about the Christ. Can you, can you say it? So, there's an image of men. And then there's the image of God. Let us make men in our own image. That's the man of Genesis 1, 26. But the man of Genesis 2, 7 is not in the image of God. It's in the image of his surrounding. That's why he eats food. He gets tired. You know, he, he has to get a donkey for him to get to somewhere faster. He's in the image of the world. But here now, Brother Branham says, the seventh seal brings him back to earth. 
Who? Christ. Brother Branham says he was those seals. Jesus Christ. The whole word of God is Christ. He is those seals. That's Jesus Christ. So Christ, now the seven seals says brings back Christ. Which is the man of Genesis 126 to the earth. Which is the man of Genesis 2 7. So the Bible opens with the seventh seal. Christ, the man of Genesis 126, coming back to the earth, which is the man of Genesis, and then man becomes a living soul. So outside of the seventh seal, Pastor, the man is not a living soul. Da, 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 da. I feel like speaking in tongues. Listen to me. <laughs> Outside of the seventh seal, you are a dead man. If the seals are not revealed, if Adam is not in the body of flesh and manifested there, he's dead. If the germ of predestination is not quickened inside of you, we are dead. And that qualifies the third pool. The third pool is in three parts. The opening of the word, the speaking things into, and out of. So, now no, no, watch that. Many times we want to speak spirits. Sometimes we need to speak things out of. Listen. Brother Branham in the message of grace. Yeah. I'm, getting, I'm getting comfortable now. Very soon we'll be preaching. Brother Branham in the message of grace. He says he wanted to speak squirrels into existence. Is that right? And then he says that voice came to me again. I was in the same spot, same atmosphere. And then he says how many do you want this time? And he says, I want the limit yeah. at that time. Mm. And then he says, uh, but I was in a mosquito infested area. Yeah. Yeah. And one mosquito came and it gave me a big bite. Mm. Is that right? Yeah. He says, I said, this thing will never bite me again. <laughs> and he said, I speak these mosquitoes out of what had God said how many squirrels do you want so he's, he's going towards speaking squirrels into existence but before he gets to speak the squirrels he speaks the mosquitoes out of existence so, hallelujah so I know you want us to speak your job into existence but you've got a tumor so we deal with the tumor first and then we'll give you the job are you hearing what I'm saying so we speak some things out of and into out of and into so if there are mosquitoes that are surrounding you this afternoon in the name of Jesus Christ I speak them out of existence are you hearing me if you have anxiety I speak it out of existence if you have got high blood pressure I speak it out of existence are you hearing me sister I know you want a child but before you have the child we speak the fibroids out of existence then we speak the child into existence we speak the job into existence we speak the holy ghost into existence I don't want my squirrels in the presence of mosquitoes 
Brother Branham says, round about that time, he is about now to speak the squidow into existence. He says, and I heard a buzzing sound. I thought it was one of those mosquitoes. I've spoken these things out of existence just now. He says, and I listened carefully, Pastor. He says, and it was a haulage truck that was passing on the highway. Imagine if Brother Branham said that buzzing thing out of existence. So we speak the mosquitoes out of existence, but there's a haulage truck that is bringing your blessing. We listen carefully, say, okay, fine, this one will not speak it out of existence. Let it come through. And then he said, let there be. So that's the second part of the third post, speaking things out of and into existence. And then the third part is preaching to the total lost. Is that right? And then we're saying, if the seventh seal doesn't bring Christ back to you, then you are dead. So the third pool right now is being preached to the totally lost. To those that do not believe that the seventh seal is open. To those that do not believe that Christ has come back to the earth. And the first bus stop of revelation is understanding the Godhead. Let me tell you, brother, the reason why we have many problems today in the message, people don't understand the Godhead. It's the, that, that's why a man can call himself God. He does not understand the Godhead. <laughs> you see, sugar, diabetes, this is God. It does not work. It's misunderstanding the Godhead. There's the image of men, but there's the image of God. There is an Amacha God. Yeah. But that Amacha God still worships God. Right. Right. Even no matter how much we become spiritual, we can't stop prayer. Yeah. Even understanding that, yes, in your rightful state, you just speak and go forward. Of course, there are times you need to pray. There are times also you also don't need to pray. Yeah. But there are times you need to pray. You can't be a fanatic, say, know everything. You want to pray about it. Also, something is lacking. The seventh seal is not revealed to you. I'm going to pray about it. I'm going to speak now. Don't pray about it. The problem you have is now. But if we have a prayer meeting, okay, pray. Don't speak in a prayer meeting. Pray now. It's a prayer meeting. It's two different things. But if we are here right now and the atmosphere is right and you have to speak, speak! And speaking is not praying. Speaking is speaking. And when you speak, what do you do? You go forward. That's the problem. If you speak and you start going into prayer, going backwards. Speak and go forward. Paul says, I believe, therefore have I spoken. Yes. So speaking is not for unbelievers. That's why it's an attribute of the third pool. Speaking is for the real believer. Because speaking comes from within. The mouth speaketh from the abundance of the 
so it has to be something that has been revealed in the realm of the heart. Are you seeing that? So that is the seventh seal. Bible opening. God taking the spirit man, putting him in there. Now every seed that is on earth starts to produce now. So the cabbages are there, but they are not coming out. The mango trees are there, but they are not coming out. God has blessed them and put the seed and the seed with a law. And the law is within itself. So the seventh seal does not make you a believer. It exposes the seed that is within you. If the seed is believer seed, it just makes it known that this is a believer. If the seed is an unbeliever seed, the seventh seal will make you a serious unbeliever. You You see, the problem is people are thinking that the Holy Ghost is going to make them believers. Brother Branham says in the church age, we are are not born again so that we become sons of God. In other words, you don't become a son of God the day that you receive the Holy Ghost. He says, it's because we are sons. Therefore, we can be reborn. Are you hearing what I'm saying? So, so, So you've got to be predestinated. You've got to be the right seed so that when the word of God is coming, it quickens what's already in you. The rain falls upon the just and the unjust. I was preaching yesterday to the young people and I was saying there's a scripture that says ye shall know the truth and the truth shall make you free. Not set. You see, if you are set free, you are not totally free. If I set you free, if it suits me, I can bind you again. But it says it shall make. In other words, you and freedom, you are one thing. So even if you put me in prison, like they did to Paul and Silas, the prison is not the place that can determine to say this apostle is bound because he has been made free. So when you are freedom yourself, even prison is to open the door. When When you know the truth, he says, I'm the way, the truth, and the life. So the way is the seven churches, the truth is the seven thunders. He says the prophet of Malachi 4 was sent to do two things. One, according to Malachi 4, turn the heart of the children back to the Pentecostal fathers. And two, according to Revelation 10, reveal the mysteries of the seven thunders. And it is by this divinely revealed mystery, truth, truth. That's why the seven thunders, our time is almost up. We are rounding up. (laughs) That's why the seven thunders, the seven thunder truth, which is the truth under the seven seals, is the one that can turn your heart back there. You shall know the truth is not everything that is the truth. Not every scripture is the truth. The scripture says, Judas... He hang himself upon the tree. Another scripture says, go and do the same. (laughs) Scripture. That's why there is truth and present truth. 
Exactly, Pastor. You've got to rightly divide the word of truth. Is that right? To appropriate what is written to your day. So you, you, you can't get excited about things that happened in the life of Moses. You, you, you are a master in telling women that they should not wear trousers. And you say that's the message of the hour. That's a lie. That's not the truth. The message of the hour is not telling people not to wear trousers. That's the message of Moses. It's Moses who said, a woman shall not wear that which pertaineth unto him. I can't come here on the pulpit and start preaching. Every church must have nine spiritual gifts, speaking tongues. That's not the message of Brother Branham. That's Paul who preached that in Corinthians. And some he gave speakers of tongues. What is the message of Brother Branham? What is the message of the hour? Come on now. Brother Branham says, This alone, the mysteries of God, is the ministry of the seventh angel. This alone, the mysteries of God, is the message of the seventh angel. So if we are not preaching the seventh seal, if we are not preaching the opening of the word, then we are not preaching the message of the hour. No, no. Because it is by this divinely revealed mystery truth that yeah. when you want Pentecost without the seven thunders, how are you getting there? Yeah. Because it says you're supposed to turn our hearts back to the fathers, yeah. but through the teaching of the mystery truths. Yeah. And when you understand that, you realize that Pentecost is not the destination, it is the first bus stop. I'm not trying to go back to the days of the apostles. No, no sir. No. I will go via those days. Yeah. <laughs> but where I want to go is to Genesis 1. Yeah. Dominion. Yeah. Let them have dominion. Yeah. Let them have power. Let them be able to speak things. The days of the apostles says, I know in part, I prophesy in part. Yeah. I don't want to go to part, part. No. But when that which is full, Genesis 1, yeah. the seventh seal, the fullness of the word, the fullness of Christ, the revealed word, coming back to the believer to take us back to our real position. That's where I want to go to. And I'm glad to announce that that season is upon the bride. There is a people upon the face of the earth that knows that I can get a job without an interview. That's the season. Hallelujah. Yes. If God gives us time, we have a prayer line. But if we don't have time, we speak the word. And right now, you know what? Time shall be no more. Don't have time. Receive what you want while you are there. I don't have time. But the problem says when the message is revealed, it's revealed to all. But it it is it comes then specifically to individuals. It says it's first revealed to those that come in the range. So there is a range of the message, and then there is a specific spot in the range. Ah, let me find another word. There is a channel. So there's a range and there's a channel. Mm. In other words, if we have got Wi-Fi here at this church, mm. maybe it's called Emalasheni Tabernacle Wi-Fi. Mm. We are in the range of the Wi-Fi. Wi-Fi. Everyone here with a phone. Yeah. You can see, oh, here there's, uh, there's, uh, there's Wi-Fi. Mm. You're in the range. Mm. 
but you are not connected. But there are some who have got the password to unlock and enter in. Hallelujah! Many churches are in the range of the message, but there are some churches that are in the message and they know the password that this alone the mysteries of God is the thing that enters this in to Genesis 1 again to dominion with God to speaking things into existence where man is the pastor and God is the congregation Genesis 1 where Adam can say your name is lion and God comes down and he says amen amen that's what the name thereof that's where we are coming back to dominion with God authority with God there's a brother in our church he came he applied for a job somewhere and they rejected him said your paperwork is not in order uh, you need to get the paperwork in order so he stayed for some time without employment and then one day he came to my office he says pastor now I need a job and uh, I'm telling you I need a job I said you have done well what job do you want he says I want that one which they rejected me I said if that's the one that you want go and get that job that they rejected and he said I believe it now watch the circumstances what's the odds they rejected you it's over if it was somebody else I want another one and stuff. he wanted that specific one that's his desire. Go and get your heart's desire. Yes. Now he, he goes out. He calls me on Monday, Pastor. Sunday in my office. Monday he calls me, says, Pastor, you will not believe this. I said, tell me first and I'll say whether I believe it or not. <laughs> he says, those people called me. I said, which people? He said, from the uh, previous job. He says, there's a friend of mine working there that called me and said they want people. Now, initially when they went together, the friend got the job though he was less qualified than him because of paper issues. And then he says, but you know, you remember my situation. He says, my friend, I wouldn't have called you. I already know your situation. Come for the interview. Let them talk to you and see what happens. And then he says, okay, that's fine. So in their conversation, he says, so he asked the friend, are you going to be part of the panel that is going to be interviewing? He says, maybe, maybe not. You know, but uh, they, they ask modern day equipment and so forth and all that. So the friend starts trying to tell him the technical things that could be asked in the interview. So he's getting the technical knowledge and stuff, but he's never heard these things before. So he's hearing them for the first time. He's got an idea about what needs to be done. And then the friends, they finish about the technical stuff. And the friend just start talking about things that are happening at work. He says, ah, you know, I had a hectic day the other day and I was fixing this machine and there was this component, you know, they put it here. It was a blue component that we put there and so forth. And the conversation was over. So tomorrow the brother goes for the interview. He says in the interview and they start talking. It was a white gentleman, a German, a German man, a man from Germany, starts talking to him, says, this, this, what, what, oh, he, 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 he nails the interview. Everything, you know, all the technical stuff. And that man could pick up that, this man, I think he knows the theory. You, you can't, you 
can't be answering correctly everything like this. <laughs> so you said, are you sure you know about this? And the brother said, yes, I know about it. And he says, if you know about it, what color is this component? Of all the components, he pointed at the only component that they spoke <laughs> yesterday. <laughs> If you are an eagle, don't be slow. We're in the Wi-Fi age. This is 5G, not 3G. He says blue. And then he says, of course, you know what you're talking about. So I think where you're missing it is yeah, 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 yeah. That man finished the interview for him. Now, what color was the component? Blue. Brother Branham says, God is the God of the color blue. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> Brother Branham says, and blue represents the trueness of God. Amen. What color? Blue. And there was one girl that came, Brother Branham was preaching, and there came a prayer line. This girl didn't even have eyeballs in her sockets. The sockets were empty. She stood there, and Peregrine says, that day I said, I'm going to open my eyes. I want to see what is happening. And Brother Branham says, oh, Missy, I see. You need eyes. You don't have eyes. Oh, Heavenly Father, everyone bow our heads. And they bowed their heads, but Peregrine had his eyes open. So I want to see what's going to happen. He says, in the name of Jesus Christ, receive your eyes. Yes. Hallelujah. Yes. He says, and I saw two eyes, eyeballs coming down from the heavens. And they went and they filled those empty sockets. Yes. Hallelujah. And that little girl began to see. And as she was going out, Brother Branham says, a little girl, just a minute. What color of eyes do you want? And the little girl came and said, Blue. Are you hearing me? What color of house do you want? What color of car do you want? And if you are wearing something blue, it's a bonus for you today. God is the God of the color blue. Are you hearing me? God is the God of the color blue. Yes, sir. Blue eyes. Hallelujah. Blue job. Blue suit. Blue car. Hey, hey. You, you, you can be pay a baby. You can be a black man. And have a child with blue eyes. Because eyes say so. Who am I? Adam. Who am I? Adam. Hallelujah. We are back to Genesis 1. We are back to dominion in God. Hallelujah. 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 Possibilities. We are living in a realm of unlimited power. We are living in a realm where all things are possible. Let me tell you something. There's a brother in our church called Brother Shadrick. This brother 
he, 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 had a, he had a problem. He thought it was his jaw. He thought it was his ear. He didn't know what it was. He has never asked me for a prayer request. He has never asked me to say, Pastor, pray for me. I'm not feeling well. He sent me a message at 103, Pastor. Yeah. And I was up at that time. I said, this must be serious. I know this brother is not those brothers who, who use the pastor's text as entertainment. Pray for me. I'm feeling Pray for me. You know those people? Pray for me. And they say pray for me and go back to sleep. <laughs> Pastor should be praying for you. When now you are sleeping. <laughs> Paying tithes is not an eater to ask for prayer. <laughs> Paying tithes is your responsibility to God. Yeah. Are you hearing me? Yeah. Pray for me, pray for me, pray. Pray yourself. Are you not praying? Pray, pray. Let's see. Say, Pastor, I've been praying. Now I need you to join me. Not when you have not even tried to say, Our Father is in heaven already. Our Father is in our church. You pray for me. No, we don't want such believers. Are you? This man is not a complainer. This man is not a member of this one. Yeah. He's not feeling well. Yeah. I said, Brother Shadrach, I'm going to pray for you. Yeah. I prayed for him. In the morning, he woke up. He says, Pastor, that thing is excruciating. I will have to go to the doctor. I said, all right, I'm going into a meeting right now. Uh, I, I will not be able to return your call immediately. But you go to the doctor and tell me what the doctors would have said. You see? And then he said, that's all right, Pastor. So he speaks to the wife. They take off. They're debating which doctor to go to. Eventually, they settle on one. And they go to that specific doctor. He arrives there. And they say, uh, have you ever been treated here? He says, yeah, long back. I once consulted here. Uh, uh, he said, okay, fine. Let's see. Do you have a card or something? He gave them the card. They said, no, this, this is old. Uh, we, we've got a new system now. Uh, please give me your name. So he says, Shadrach Reza, they put Shadrach Reza there. And they said, okay, fine. They said, how, how much, how much is the, <laughs> brother Bolero, <laughs> say, how much is the consultation fee? Said uh, 450 rand. The wife gives him the 450, 500 rand. They hand off and says, oh, don't worry. Your payment has been made. Uh, and then he says, ah, nobody knows I'm coming here. Who made my payment? He said, no, there was a, a white man and an African man that came here and paid your, 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 your consultation. <laughs> so, now, if this brother, when he told me this testimony, Pastor, I once went, oh... <laughs> But when he then said, my wife was there, then I knew this can't be Anania and Sapphira that can lie to the pastor. And I had to secretly call his wife. I made sure she's at work. I called her. I said, sister, she was shocked. Pastor is calling me. I said, tell me what happened at the doctor. And then she started narrating the same thing. I was watching for certain details especially who took out the money. So I'm not asking who took out. I want to hear from you. So I took out the money, Pastor. I counted from my handbag and I gave uh, the brother so that he can pay. So, 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 so. And, and 
Okay, now let me continue. So now, brother said, no, let me, uh, let me show you the black men that are close to me. And then maybe you can point to me which one came here and paid this, uh, this uh, consultation fee. So he takes the phone and starts going through the phone. Shows them the picture of uh, our deacon brother, brother Simba. They say, no, it's not him. Uh, he, he goes down, he shows them the, the picture of our trustee brother, brother Maggette. They said, no, it's not him. He shows them the picture of another pastor in Rustenberg that he had taken with just that weekend at a meeting. They said, no, it's not him. And then he goes to the profile picture of one of our trustee brother, where I'm standing with a trustee. And they said, yeah, this man, they pointed me on the pictures. This is the African man that came here and, uh, and paid for that consultation. Now, and then he said, okay, all right. I'm going to show you the white people that I'm, I know. So he starts showing them the white guys that he's working with. He said, no, 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 no. no." So he, said, so he says, my friend, don't waste your time. It's none of these guys. That man, he had a bald head. So he goes to the picture of Brother Branham with a pillow of fire. They say, this is the guy that came with the African man. And then the brother said, which one of them paid the amount? Did they all take out money and give you? And start say, no, your questions are too many. You should, they paid for you, they paid for you, don't worry. It was the African man that took out the money. The white man was just there quiet. It was the African man that was speaking. Yeah. Now, can you believe that? Can you believe that? Can you believe that? This is the day that the fivefold ministry is speaking, but they are under the ministry of the white man. The white man is there, but the one that is speaking is the fivefold ministry. Is the African man, and I want to tell you that African man is here in Emalasheni. You can be here and there at the same time. Listen to me. There was a time in the Bible, a man by the name of Philip, he was he was fellowshipping and testifying to the eunuch. And they saw water, he baptized him. And the eunuch said, I want to take you back to where you came from. And Philip said, Your mode of transport is slower than my mode of transport. Hallelujah! Within seconds, Philip was in Asota. I was in Pretoria. And I was in Blackburn at the same time. You can be here and in your house at the same time. It was Brother Perry Green. One day he wanted to fly. He missed his flight. And when he missed his flight, they said, you have to go back. As he's going back on those gates, as he stepped out on that gate, he found himself in the city where the flight that he had missed was going. Ah, no, you, you didn't get it. You missed it. He just missed the flight. He just missed the flight. But as he's going out, he finds himself walking into the airport of the other city where he's going. In other words, he arrived there before the flight arrived. 
Can you say amen? Let me tell you another testimony. Let me tell you another testimony. It was Pastor Saidi. His young brother was in Chiazwa. Where they are doing diamonds in Zimbabwe. Just at the discovery of diamonds, Pastor Madiba. And then the young brother was caught by the soldiers there. And they put him at the police station and said, these people are illegally mining diamonds. But the government did not put yet a jurisdiction there. They were just trying to control things. People were becoming rich because of those diamonds. And he was there. He knew nobody. He had no cell phone. Nothing. Now in prison. Right there. In the inner cells of prison. Now you've just saw two policemen saying, come, you have been, your bail has been paid. You need to, to leave. He said, who paid it? Says your brother came here with a bald head and like this. He had no questions, no doubts that it was Pastor Saidi. They said, take your clothes. He's waiting for you outside. He stepped out outside of the police station. There's nobody standing. He comes and he says, my brother is not there. Did he go to the toilet? Where are the toilets? He says, no, 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 no. He went out. There's no toilets inside. He's outside there. He says, if he has, if he has left, he is not yet by the corner of the jurao. He left now. He just went out now. He says, he's going to wait for you outside. He ran outside of the gate. He saw nobody. He ran to the end of the and it was in a jungle. There was nobody. He took the phone. He called. Said he says, Medi, where are you? Medi said, I'm in Guero. He says, Medi, you not believe what happened here. Medi, you were here. In Tiago. Medi says, no, I am here. testimony of brother Branham sitting with the brothers and while he was sitting with the brothers brother Branham said to the brothers ah he realized he's supposed to preach maybe he's here he's supposed to preach in Cape Town he says I, yeah, yeah, brothers, ex just excuse me. He does not tell them what's happening. He stepped out, brother Branham, and brother Branham disappeared for an hour plus. Are you hearing what I'm saying? And then after a few minutes, another brother, some some, some out minutes, that the brother said, ah, Brothers, I think Brother Branham might be having a problem. He has been not here for a while. Where is Brother Branham? At that moment, Brother Branham came back with a shirt like mine, sweating with his head. And he took off his head. He says, by the grace of God, I made it to Cape Town. Let me tell you, the seventh seal, the seventh seal is a ministry of angels. Hallelujah! It makes you an associate to angelic beings. And our theophanies are angels. They are angelic beings. My theophany, hallelujah, can be here and can be there. Right now, oh brother, something is coming fresh. There was a sister, there was a brother. He works for the police force. He went into an interview. In that interview, uh, they were supposed to be writing tests so that they can be promoted to higher ranks. So he wrote in that text, test, he said he failed like nobody's business. He says, it's like my, my brain's turned upside down. I was writing nyaka nyaka. Every, you know, when you, you know, you're just writing what you're thinking, them, you have no clue how to answer the questions. Are you hearing me? He went back home. He slept. And while he was sleeping, there was a dream that came. And in that dream, there was a man that came in the dream. And that man said, you, come here. He took him and he dreamt he's going to his office, to the offices at work where the papers were put. And that man took him into the office where the papers were. He took the papers. He says, what is this? What is this? What is this? this? Is this the answer for this? Is this the answer? He's tearing the papers. He says, these are the answers. Here's another question, paper. Sit down. Write. 
and he started writing in that dream. He started writing the correct answers. And that man took the papers and he put up, put up the papers and put his application under. Are you hearing me? And then he left there. And then he was shocked. Next week, they said, come back again for another interview. You passed the first one. Wait, wait. Wait, wait. He went back for the, for the second interview. Now this was not a writing, it was an in-person interview. All our interview, the bosses were sitting there asking questions. What would you do in this situation? What would you do in this situation? Again, that devil of confusion. He started answering like this, like this, like that, like that. He knew there's no promotion for me. He went back home, he slept. That man came again. He says, I'm now getting tired of you. getting tired of you. What kind of answering is that? He took him again. And he brought him back into that office where those managers are sitting. He says, now I want you to answer again. Say this and this question. Say this again. Say this. Say this. He says, well done. Done. Go back. And then he woke up. In the morning, he went to work. They said, of all the candidates that wrote this exam, We are back to Genesis. Adam could be in China. The next moment, Adam could be in South Africa. Hallelujah! He did not need an aeroplane. What I'm trying to say, brothers, you get the job here. Now, in church. It will manifest tomorrow outside. Hey, 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 listen. Your, your testimony should not be I, I want to thank God on Wednesday I got the job you didn't get the job on Wednesday you got the job Sunday morning you are not going to be you tomorrow tomorrow will be manifestation but today is your Genesis chapter 1 hallelujah Adam Adam where are thou God did not say Adam Adam what have you done God says, Adam, Adam, where art thou? He was not asking about condition. He was asking about position. And the seventh seal brings children of God back to their rightful position. And we are back again. In the evening time, the seals are revealed. The sun is rising up. It's the rising of the sun. Sons and daughters of God. There's been brides and brides. Churches and churches. But the church in the end time, she shall be born of his born. Flesh of his flesh. She is him. Who is she? She is Adam. She is Adam. Hallelujah. Little fishy, I give you your life. Yet right, I give you your voice. Hallelujah. There is going to be a rapture. You shall be in the rapture. I give you perfection in the middle of certain seasons. This is the season where all things are possible. Whatever bothered you, my sister. Whatever bothered you, my brother. We are in the realm of the spoken word. Hallelujah. It can be cervical cancer. We have the power right now. It can be a tumor. We have the power right now. I don't care how long. Blessings are declared now. The manifestation is coming later. 
You see my wife standing there. She's got a baby. We waited for years. We waited for ages. That's not an ordinary baby. Spoken word baby. Hallelujah. There were times. Well, you pray and all that and I said I'm tired of praying. I'm tired. I've been praying for a baby. God is not deaf. God can hear. I said in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. We shall have a child. Glory to God. We are in a season, brother. We are in a season, brother. Back in Genesis again. Back to dominion. Back to authority with God. All things are possible. May God bless you, church. May God bless you. And may God keep you. Amen. Hallelujah. Praise God. Pastor Jesus. God bless you. Yes, Lord. does not make sense because when you believe things don't make sense we don't want you to make sense of it we want you to believe it we want you to do what? to believe it I like it when he says you can be in the Wi-Fi range and the Wi-Fi can feature on your screen. Yes. But to be connected, yes. then you need the password. Yes. The seventh seal is the password. Yes. And, and once you are connected, yes. then you can speak. Yes. You, you can di- once you're connected, you can download. Yes. I say you can download. Yes. And this Wi-Fi is very fast. Yeah. I don't care how big the file is. When you download in no time. Yeah. Hey. Hallelujah. All right. We want to show Mfunis that we believe what you are saying. Amen. Where is the mic for the song leader? Remain standing. Remain standing. Yes. I'm can you do this mic a direct recording for brother uh, Fani Mudahu? Tell us about how you got the job. When did you get that job? Or when, when did they phone you they phoned about on that? Thursday morning. Thursday morning. Yes. What is that job? Police job. You did it before? Yes, I did it before. What happened? Uh, I lost the job, but I tried many times to get back. Went for interviews, I failed. I mean, uh, I went for medical tests and then I failed and stuff. And then on this one, what was amazing was that 
on the date when we were writing the test in Pretoria, oh, I didn't write. Oh my God! <laughs> I didn't write. Again, they also went for medical tests and stuff. I also didn't went for medical. I was just phoned and I was informed that, uh, say, you've been re-enlisted. You'll be posted in Pretoria. You'll be working in Pretoria Central. Then I was like, how? I want to put you on the spot, Brother Matau. Do you see his hand? They could have used the hand to disqualify him. Amen. But when heaven... There's something that I feel I should say. When the brother was, had asked uh, to say who spoke and so forth, the people say, you see, you should not continue doing that. Just, just go to room so and so, everything is paid. But uh, what, what the black man said, he said, after the doctors are finished with you, you should give him feedback. Yeah. Which is the message that I sent the brother to say, brother, I'm sorry I cannot attend to your call right now. I'm going into a meeting. But tell me what the doctors would have said. This is the gospel. It's not an entertainment. It's not an entertainment. It's a, it's a living thing. This brother, Mutau, is just confirming what the pastor is saying. And if you doubt, come and tell me how did they hire brother Mutau without medical tests that he would have failed I am challenging you. I am challenging you. This God is real. This God is alive. And that God of William Brenham is here this afternoon. He's here this afternoon to give you your heart's desire. There are other testimonies that I can go on and on, but I want you to take what this pastor preached here to heart. It's real. It is. It is real. I like it. You do not get the job on Wednesday. You you got it in church.
brother Chimeza, his money was locked into FNB froze his money. He couldn't access it. He couldn't access it. And he was wondering, what am I going to do? Because there were a problem with the payment. And we preached him, Ruth, that God does not have waking hours. He can approve now when the offices are closed. The money of our brother was released. When you come to church and you are here, open your heart. Are you with me? Stampanyana said with me, it is, you remember? We prayed about something here. And she said, I remember exactly your prayer that time, Muruti. Exactly what I was praying for happened exactly. Allow allow me to challenge your unbelief. Allow me to challenge your unbelief. And tell you, your unbelief will never hinder God. I say your unbelief will never hinder God. After such a wait, we are declaring that whatever you need, regardless of your unbelief, is granted to you in the name of Jesus Christ. Right now, in this atmosphere, in this atmosphere, I say in this atmosphere, are you with me? We thank God. Sicknesses that cannot be healed have been healed. There's a lot that has happened now. Because the angel of the Lord is here. He's touching. He's responding to your needs. He's responding to your needs now. Not tomorrow, now. Now. It was God speaking today. How many believe it was God speaking today? Murud, I don't need to say you preached well. I want to say the devil is defeated. A sister was asking me, say, hey, Pastor, maybe I testify too much. I say, you never testify too much. You must bring those testimonies. The more you testify, the more God gets excited and say, what am I going to do for her? Because she testified about me yesterday. Keep on testifying about what God is doing in your corner. God is still in the business of miracles. God is still in the business of miracles. Ah, we appreciate the Lord. We are standing on holy ground. 
as musicians come. How many would love Brother Chinashi to come back? Muruji, you need to come back. You need to be back. I'll get a date when he's coming back. You know, I've got the brothers in this church. Some are blessed. A brother texted me the other time and said, Pastor, whatever you plan, let me know. I will finance it. You remember we had a, a, a fellowship where, I mean, believers went out of their way. I saw the tent here. We were just having a good time. And then I realized people would want to invest in the kingdom of God. As, as bringing Brother Tinashe here, the money can't buy this blessing. Money can't, it's incomparable. What God has done, you will testify few years, few days down the line of what God has done in this service. I say, you will testify. We are standing on holy grounds. And there are angels around us.
Nepal from my bow. We depend upon the power from above and the finished work of Calvary. Yeah, we stand with our faith in trees Yeah. 
love you, Lord. We love you, Lord. And we're going to wrap up in prayer. We love you, Lord.
about, with our heads about and the door closed. Gracious Heavenly Father, we appreciate you this afternoon. You did speak to us this afternoon. We have heard your voice and heard it loud and clear. Dear God, after such a message, we can speak and see who can be against us. Dear God, you have used the mortal lips of our dear brother to proclaim blessings upon us. We have heard of our origin, where we come from and where we are restored back to. We understand the gravity of the seventh seal. It was a connection between heaven and earth being restored. And this afternoon we can say we are reconnected. Dear God, in the building, I know there are needs. But Lord, I'm not going to present those needs. I'm going to come before you with thanksgiving. And say thank you for the healings. Thank you for the deliverance. Thank you for all that you have already done. Even though it is not yet visible to the naked eye. I thank you for the jobs that you have granted. I thank you for the houses that you have granted. I thank you for all the material needs that you have granted. I thank you for all the spiritual needs that you have granted. We come before you with thanksgiving. Say thank you God for doing it. The devil may not say, he may say it's not there but it is there by faith. We know it is there because it was proclaimed behind the pulpit. And we stand here as your church and we say we receive it. Every blessing pronounced, we receive it. Every blessing pronounced, we thank you for it. Every blessing pronounced, we receive it, dear God. Thank you for granting it, dear God. We pray for our dear brother, Tinashi Mahere. We pronounce blessings upon his ministry. We pronounce blessings upon his family. We pronounce blessings upon his church. Dear God, for him to take time and come this way and to become a blessing. We don't take it for granted. We want to say we thank you that you have used him in a very special manner. And may you go with the people. May you be the after speaker. May you reinforce the message that was spoken. May the birds of the field never take away from them what they have had this afternoon. May they go rejoicing thanking God for him being a miracle worker, for him being a promise keeper, for him being a way maker. Thank you for being our God. We can see your move, dear God, among us. We are not blind to see what you are doing. You are taking the ministry to a higher level. We can hear that the octave is being increased, dear God. Thank you for being our God. And thank you for being a faithful God. I pray for their families. I pray for their jobs. May they find favor in the places of work. May they look at them and say, what manner of people are this? They've got answers to every problem. They overcome every problem. They are always positive, dear God. I pronounce blessings upon their businesses. I pronounce blessings upon their marriages. I pronounce blessings upon their children. I pronounce blessings whatever they do. I pronounce blessings in the name of Jesus Christ. Satan, you are a liar. I bind you in the name of Jesus Christ. 
and we keep you at bay. Thank you, dear God. All these things we ask them in the name of Jesus Christ. Amen. After the service, young people may remain and see Brother Watt. He just wants to have a chat with you. All the young people, everyone unmarried. Amen. See young people, young Brother Watt. Amen. As is in Brother. It can go to the hospital bed and change the doctor's report. It can even pay physical bills. I say it can pay physical bills. Our our Lord is our he's, he's, He is our all in all. Are you looking for a bank manager? Jesus is a bank manager. Are you looking for a specialist? Jesus is a specialist. Whatever, whatever you need, that's exactly what he is. Isn't I for? Or maybe before. You know, I like the sequence of events. Avumi. And then the after it, unumli inemli. Have you ever been approved by heaven? But this one will make it, brother. Nothing shall stand before you. I say nothing shall stand before you. God will just open doors until you know you'll be found in certain in certain rooms. Until you pinch you, you say, Marang Fingangjanila. How did I arrive here? Grace, grace, grace will take you far. Until the motherfuckers about it, let's hear what he thinks. And you talk, and after you have spoken, you think, hey, but I'm your bed. After that, hey, you are a very wise man. <laughs> Because why the heavens have approved. Come with it.
to contaminate it keep it as pure as it is then it will work for you ah, a round of applause for Pastor Mahera you know there are people that you know there are ministers that I can invite and when I invite them and they say hey let's pray about it then I can say ah, let's go and pray about it but Pastor Mahara can't say let's pray about it. I'll say, have I not prayed about it? 
for me to give you a call, I prayed about it. Yeah, it's not, sometimes it's not an invitation. It's, listen, when are you coming home? It's been a while. So we appreciate them. We love them. Amen. Let's. God bless you. Have a blessed week. Show me.